This episode is brought to you by the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take it with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. Head to shop1in5.com to take the pledge. Make that commitment to shop one in five of your purchases towards a small business. We also invite you to shop the directory if you don't know where to find other small businesses. It's right there on the page. And we're asking for you to share the pledge. Imagine if each of us told three to four people about the Shop One in Five pledge. It would be an incredible and life-changing for so many small businesses. Tell your friends, your family, and your social network. It costs nothing extra and makes a world of difference. Our purchases have the ability to change lives. Okay, let's jump in. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlosita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, product bosses. Did you know that every Wednesday we have a live talk show called Bosses and Breakfast where we chat business, mindset, mom life, and everything in between? It's a really fun time and it feels like a conversation amongst friends. In fact, sometimes we have conversations that we don't necessarily know that they're going to lead to where they lead, but we get such an amazing reaction from our listeners and from our community and from our students that we actually wanted to bring it to you to hear today. Yes. Our favorite thing about Bosses and Breakfast is that we get to get together, we get to laugh, we get to be inspired about what's happening, and we get to check in with you and re-motivate you on why you're working so hard. So join us next time. We'd love to see you there. And here's that snippet from one of our shows that got tons of positive response where we all walked away feeling more inspired and motivated for the week. So let's jump in. So Mina and I were in a mastermind and we went through these like three days of this, like it was an in-person event and um, we went through three days of it. And at the very end, she had us all come and, and speak and say something at the very end. Now, listen, you guys, I've had my own business, multiple businesses since 2007, a product-based business and a service-based business. I just wanted to pay myself $100,000. Like that was my goal. It was like, I want to be able to pay my bills. I want to be able to pay my people. I want my customers to be happy and I want a $100,000 salary. I was in my 20s and early 30s. Like that's that's as big as I could dream for myself. And that was the thing I wanted. And then, you know, Mina and I still had baby product boss. And at the end of that mastermind, they asked us to get up and speak. And I got up and spoke. And I was like, I can now see a path forward to having a million dollar business. It wasn't in 2019, right? It wasn't like by the end of this year, we're going to hit it. It's just that all of a sudden, it felt like this like crazy bubble burst in my head. And I was like, this could be it. And it just mm-hmm. took my brain flipping that switch for me to then be able to make that actually happen. And we did within two years. 
Yeah. It's different. We're service-based, but I'm just letting you all know that same thing with us. Like we keep, we have like a glass ceiling for ourselves or we hit this capacity because we don't even know what it looks like. We didn't even know what it was going to look like or how we were going to get there. It's just that we knew that we had the ability to get there. Yeah. And I think that's part of it, right? There's the mindset, which is probably the first step. If you never think it will never be, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but there are people who are like, uh, it really depends on the business and how scalable the product is. It depends on your business development. I will tell you that if you never find the profit in your product, you will not get there. So mm-hmm. while it could seem like it depends on the product, it depends on the profitable product. Do you have a profitable version of your product, right? So there's, you know, what soy candle, this is what Jack and I talk about as the best seller, right? You need to find the pockets of profit that add up. And those are the scalable pieces. Um, it doesn't matter if you're handmade. We actually have a female founders episode recording later on. So join us again. Um, it's with Susan Gordon Pottery, completely handmade. Her, mm-hmm. whole, her whole business is based off of a handmade pottery. Mm-hmm. So it's been done, you know, and, but it's not by your hands mm-hmm. and it's incrementally. So yeah. as we start to shift, so I'm so excited for those of you that are like, yes, tell me how to get there, get to a million dollars. Right. And those of you that I want to, we wanted to kind of have this million dollar conversation today because there's a lot of, we've seen the trend change, right? It was like six figure businesses, like how to get you to a six figure business, right? That was a couple of years ago. It was like all about getting, and I'm going to be honest for women, it's, it's, really mainly towards men, women couldn't wrap their heads around even having six figure businesses because there's a very, very, very low percentage historically of women owned businesses reaching past a million dollars. We are shifting that. We are making it happen. Mina and I over the last uh, year and a half have made three or four companies into million dollar businesses in our masterminds. Okay. So we historically have now helped convert that percentage. But what I wanted to say to you is, is that it's, it's a shift for all of us, because you'll see it like there's podcasts now, like, you know, we should all be millionaires. Um, mm-hmm. the, it's sh- the words have shifted towards a million versus yeah. six figures. Yeah, it really has. Because I think that especially with 2020, we saw all these statistics of women leaving the workforce, 800,000 mm-hmm. women leaving the workforce, and then men having joined the workforce at a higher rate. It was like 100,000 men were added to the workforce. Now, why did that happen? Well, it was because women had the role of they were the first ones to go back into the household, right? They were like, okay, I'm tired of this. I need to um, take care of my kids. And they were the kind of the first go-to as far as stepping back into the household. Now, these are all smart, educated, very skilled women. And then multitaskers, the multitaskers, <laughs> could do thinkers, anything. you know, yeah. and, and very much into self-development. So they come into the household and now we're seeing this transition of what can I do to make money while I'm at home? So that's shifting the wording as a whole for consumer buying. It's shifting it for business building, small business building. Also, there's this other rhetoric of women, you know, marginalized voices, right? Like now it's definitely more like, hey, how can we collaborate to be working together versus before it was like, those are just marginalized voices. That's the norm. Now the norm is switching. You know, it's like, no, now we pass the mic. We lift each other up. We amplify, we collaborate, we co-create, we um, shout out to each other. We um, help each other get past that million dollar mark. We're breaking that statistic together. So there's 
you know, even that all put together, I think we're going to see a lot of shifting happen. Imagine 800,000 people coming into the household and figuring out how they need to make money, you know? Mm. So it'll, it'll be exciting to see. And then the glass ceiling will lift because the glass ceiling is not a glass ceiling when you're in your own household, right? There, there is literally no glass ceiling for you business owners. There's literally no, it's your, you have created your own cap. Shonda rhymes though, because when we work for other people, and a lot of you are probably still employed, which is fine, right? But you're, you've uh-huh. created a side hustle. And those of you who have gone full-time product boss. So when you are paid by somebody else, they get to tell you what you're paid. They get yeah. to tell you that, right? We had uh, one of our masterminders, beautiful, brilliant. Okay. Um, she, when she was working, she was at the same company as her husband, same mm-hmm. exact position, same exact job role. Everything was the same. And she knew her husband's salary and it was what, 20 or 30% more than hers. Yeah. It was 30% more. They, they both worked there. She actually worked there a year more than him. It was like seven years versus six years or something like that. And he was making much more and the advances kept going up, you know, she's like, she's like, you guys, I know his salary, you know, like, like mm -hmm. that's the crazy stuff, right? Like a lot of times when you're working for someone else, you don't know it. She left. She started her own business. She has her own brick and mortar. She's amazing. And she's making so much more money than she would have there. So moving back from that though, right? Like I want you to all imagine your lives without a glass ceiling, right? I know you don't know how to get there yet. So if it's a half a million that you're comfortable with, cool. If it's a million dollars, cool. If it's multi-millions, cool. Paula, who's in our mastermind from Clean and Dirty, I know she's on this route. Like we're like, she says Clean and Dirty will be the next million dollar business that the product boss helps you know, get there. And, but it, it takes your mindset, just lifting that cap to what's mm-hmm. possible. Yeah. What's possible. You don't know the steps yet. That's okay. If you're not, you're like, I don't know how I would make it. So I can't even dream to a million. Cause I don't know how I'd make it. You'll figure it out. Work with us. You will figure it out. If you're like, I don't even know how it's possible because I don't want to manage a team. Did you know when you get to be like, as your business grows, that you don't necessarily, you're not the one who has to manage everybody. You can now afford team and leadership. So Mm -hmm. as you're starting to grow your businesses, I just want you to leave the cap off for what's possible. You don't need to know all of the steps yet. You just need to know that 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 possibility is there for you. And whether it takes you a couple of years, whether it takes you 10 years, if you keep at it and your business is profitable, like Mina says, and it keeps growing, you will get there. Yeah. How does that feel? It takes focusing on different areas too. Um, So the thing that we've learned, because we've worked with so many different stages, startup all the way to multi-million, right? There's different things in every stage that you focus on. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes something different to get to the next level. So while most of you, yes, I do agree that if you're not at six figures, focus on that six figures and getting there. Then what takes you to six figures all the way up to... I would say even to the million, right? Or at least, you know, 700,000 before you hit the million. That takes something different, right? There's certain things that you have to do as a business owner. And a lot of it has to do with hiring or at least contracting and bringing on different partners. Um, And then what do you do with, you know, new customers and things like that? And then um, the million dollar mark is, is different. What do you do to get from million to multiple million? And that is 
scary for a lot of people because they don't know that there is a transition that happens, even in service-based, right? Even with service-based, what will get you to a million or to six figures won't be the same thing that gets you to 500,000, won't be the same thing that gets you to a million. And after a million, it's vastly different. You know, and at that time, remember, you're the CEO, you're the visionary. So you would not be the person that's functioning the same as that solopreneur that was at that six figure mark. Mm -hmm. The I want you to imagine this just to kind of shift the context. Okay, you guys have babies. A baby is born, right? You take that baby Mm -hmm. and send that baby to college. No, the baby has to take steps, right? So baby learns to crawl and sit up and, and talk. Baby gets bigger, learns to walk. Then baby goes to preschool right? They learn the things in preschool. How do they use scissors? How do they use a glue stick? Then baby goes to elementary school or our, in our daughter's cases, she skips kindergarten completely. (laughs) She's on (laughs) virtual school. But you know, then they go to kindergarten and (laughs) kindergarten is such a transition part where then it gets them to first, second grade, right? Then you have the elementary, then you have middle school, then you have high school. You would not expect a five-year-old to be able to hang in middle school or high school. You know that they have to go through the steps as they get there. They have to develop. That's for you too. You as the business owner are going to need to develop as you grow up, as your business grows. We're not keeping our businesses babies. Our business is going to grow up too. And you too are going to grow up. And you think back, like I remember, like if only this self could talk to high school self and be like, it's all going to be okay, right? Uh If you, you know, if you could realize that, that there is growth, for your business and for you as a business owner, then you'll know that you're just, you're going to get there incrementally the same way that we all grew up, went through school, went to college or not gone to college, worked our first jobs and all the things we've learned that got us to here. But you need to know this friends in order to grow your business, whether it's six figures, multi six million, multi-million beyond, you have to invest back into yourself. The business owner Mm -hmm. is the one that needs to be educated, that needs the mindset shifts, that needs that needs that investment back in to be able to go to those stages, right? Because it's not only about hiring a team and figuring out how to scale your product and all that. You, the business owner, need to continue to invest in your own education and your own understanding of things so that you can grow up with your business, that you can raise this business to where you want it to be. Yeah. Because the thing is, you're not going to be good at everything. You just are not. You won't know everything. You need to figure out certain things. There's things that you're going to enjoy. There's things that you won't enjoy. There's people that are simply better at things than you. We see that in school. There's some people that are better in sports or drama or, you know, music class or whatever it is. And that's okay, right? So you're developing yourself. Um, Brooke of Be Happy said that she was scared to give up her baby so others would make it. Here's the thing. When you have a really successful business, you want it to be self-sustaining. It's it's not like that child that's going to live in your basement till they're 50 years old. You know, it's literally- If they are, then it's not a (laughs) self-sustaining business. (laughs) Then they have not sustained themselves. They're not, you know, like- uh, Yeah, they're not independent or what it's self-sufficient. You know, they're not able to last on their own without you. And then it's a hindrance to both you and to them, right? To the business as well. So- you, it's not giving up your kid per se, but it's just having, um, your business be self-sustaining and able to stand on its own legs. Which is the goal for all of us that are raising young kids right now. We're like, like I am trying to raise a human that can be in the world Uh on their own, right. That I've, I've helped them get there. So you're not 
you're not stepping away. Like we're always going to be our children's parents. Like you're not stepping away from it. You're just allowing it to grow up. And you guys have to allow your businesses to grow up. But you also need to realize you can't do it alone. You shouldn't do it alone. You can do whatever you want, to be honest. But you shouldn't do it alone because why? Like you're not doing it alone. You're here with us at Bosses and Breakfast. Some of you have yeah. invested in our courses. Some of you are in the um are in our masterminds, the free community, right? So you're not yeah. doing it alone. You're educating yourself. But what the, the goal is is that you continue to invest back into yourself. This is the way that mm-hmm. a doctor, you wouldn't go to a doctor that didn't go to med school, right? There are mm-hmm. all sorts of loans to get to the point that they're at, right? You guys need to do this for yourselves, right? You need to invest back in yourselves at every stage to know what do I need to do next. And so Paula is a perfect example of that. Um, Paula is of Clean and Dirty. She is she invested into the mastermind, right? Mm-hmm. And there are some little things that we've been working with her over the last couple of months that have been profound. I think she's had some bubbles like burst of her own or these things that she thought, if I do it this way. What were we saying this morning about like not doing things the wrong way, but the realizations of it. Were we talking about that? Is that in well, my head? I, I don't recall talking about that this <laughs> okay, morning, might have been in my head. but I think that the reason why I fully believe in self-development is because there's lots of us that think once I get to this point, then I can enjoy my life. Once I can get to this point, then I can um, enjoy this business that I've made. Right. But you're making that business. So when you're learning and when you're doing the things and when everybody is focused on the fastest path to whatever it is and you're going the same direction, then it's like, oh, this is why people love business because it's actually really fun, you know, and you get to enjoy your life as you're making that version of your life that you're heading towards too, right? It's not like, oh, once I hit a hundred thousand, then I'll be less stressed, or then I'll invest in myself, right? Or then I'll get to live my life. If you're living your life. You, you get up every morning, you do what you do. Like, why not enjoy it along the way? And it has a lot to do with, you know, the ebbs and flows. Like, I think you guys can all tell, like, when Jacqueline and I feel really inspired and when we don't, it's a feedback loop a lot of times, right? So like, for instance, I've been doing a lot of reels. But if you had asked me to do a reel two weeks ago, I would have been like, absolutely no, because I cannot and will not right now because I was hitting a wall at that time. I felt very uninspired. I felt, you know, it's the ebbs and flow of being a human and being an entrepreneur. And I felt really, you know, it was really cold. I couldn't even get outside. It was like negative 40 and I was complaining. I, it reminded me of when, remember when I was really complaining about the, the flood and the flood was like so the great flood of two. Yes. It consumed me. We basically had to move everything out of the basement. It was just like so much for me to deal with. And that I felt really low in inspiration and fuel. And my cup was really low. Well, come cut to two weeks later, which is now. And I feel really inspired to do all the things. And a lot of that has to do with like a bounce off from other people, mm-hmm. you know, And so why not, why not invest into yourself as far as like thinking about what do I need to get to a certain point in the fastest way possible? But because I enjoy, I enjoy living my life, you know, like you can't do that in a bubble and enjoy it. You're only enjoying it with yourself then. And it, and and it will always be falling flat at that point. Mm-hmm. And just to pull out what um, Paula says, because she's because I had said, you know, a few little changes in her business, but she's saying, um, not little. Remember the deodorant relaunch that we all scrapped? We're now launching 100 to $150 <laughs> regimens on Friday. So 
Paula without releasing too much information about her business, but she is, when we started working with our masterminders at the very beginning, and we definitely have a a method to how we work with our masterminders, like when they come in, what we have to understand and what we know about them. We looked at it and we said, you know, she had her deodorants. She was leaning into her deodorants. Her deodorants were not her best sellers. They were not selling that well. But she thought that that's what she should be doing. Right. Right. Remember. So she was pushing something that people were not exchanging money for and not saying, yes, we want this. And so she was putting a lot of energy and effort into something that wasn't necessarily converting. Right. So it was as simple as actually helping her see that getting feedback from the mastermind group and from Mina and myself, and then deciding like, Oh yeah, like a light bulb went off, right? So all of a sudden that saved her a ton of money. Then now she says we're launching 100 to $150 regimens on Friday, which I'm super excited about, which mm-hmm. now what she's done is she's bundled her best sellers. She's make an, and like regimens like um, dry skin regimen or oily skin regimen, right? She's going to start talking about that with her customers. They're going to, cause you know, any of you that have tried a new cosmetics line, you're like, you want to ask, well, what's the best thing? And a lot of times we're looking for a regimen. So now she's mm-hmm. going to launch products instead of, you know, selling $30 here and $40 here, she's going to now up her cart value to a hundred to $150 a day. And there's a whole bunch of strategy around that. So when you're thinking about these things, I mean, these are are shifts and changes in mindset and in product and all these things that any of you, as you're hearing me speak about this, you might be thinking, well, how can I apply that to my business, right? It's not always, it's these small micro changes that make you more profitable as you grow. As the profit increases, your business's revenue will increase. You'll be able to afford to pay yourselves. You'll be able to hire team members. You'll be able to step into your zone of genius while other people are doing other things, right? So I just want you to start mm-hmm. to shift your, your mind around that and see that that's something that happened in the mastermind that, you know, was from feedback. Like Mina said, that feedback loop, like yeah. feedback from other people, because it's not even like you want, like a marketing expert could come in and talk to you about something, but the marketing experts looking at it one way, all of us are technically yeah. consumers of each other's products. And yeah. so it's really easy to see some holes and gaps for each other. Yeah. And I do think that right now, what Jacqueline's talking about is is simply a tactic and a strategy, right? So even if you were to do the same thing, scrap the deodorant, do regimens for skincare. That's just a tactic. But here's the thing that's really important in all of that. If you're doing it by yourself and Paula's doing it by herself, then there's a self-doubt that creeps in. There's, should I do this? Or should I do this? There's, oh my gosh, are people really going to spend a hundred to $150 for a new skincare? I don't know if I should do this. You might talk yourself right out of it. You will, 100% you will, because that is what we do as humans. When something feels uncertain or fearful, we pull back from it. And we're like, I don't know if I even want to do it. You need encouragement and you need that motivation. That's what I was talking about, filling up your cup. A lot of times it has to do with how full your cup is. If somebody had asked me to do a 150 to uh, you know, $150 regimen, when my cup is really low, I would say no, just like the reels. I would automatically say no. But it takes that encouragement. It takes someone being like, oh, because a lot of times we'll be like, oh, I just wanted to confirm that that was uh, smart thinking because we, we don't know what we don't know. And on top of it, we just want somebody to be like, oh, I get it. I get it. 
I think you should do it, or I get it, I don't think. And it doesn't mean that you do what they say. It means that you and your gut know what's best for your business, and you're able to move forward because you do it with more confidence, right? And so while we're talking about tactics here, yeah, you could go do a similar thing, but that is that is only the surface level of it. It's not the tactic. It's the, the business owner behind it. Mm-hmm. So how does that feel when we start, when we're, we're talking about this and so, so what we've pulled for all of you is that, and even though we may have shifted your mindset here, there are thousands of people that we speak to that their mindsets haven't been shifted yet. Um, so when we're talking about the million, the million dollar track for your business, what I'm hearing as feedback from all of you is that some of you are like, yes, tell me how to get there. Others Mm -hmm. of you are like, that feels overwhelming. I have no idea how I could possibly get there. And you stop and you're like, Nope, not possibility for me because you're, it's actually a mindset or like you can't see it clearly yet for yourself. So as Mina and I start to talk about this with all of you, and we start to kind of open up your mindset and think about your path towards a million dollars. Doesn't mean you have to get there. It doesn't mean that that's the end. Like I get to a million and I stop. Some of you are going to surpass that. And some of you are like, okay, I just want to know how to get more revenue, right? How do I become six figures? How do I become multi six mm-hmm. figures? How do I not be the person that makes everything? ships everything, does everything, right? Which on that revenue track is how you become, that shifts for you. Because when you have more revenue, you can hire people to help you, right? Fractional contractors, you can outsource. There's just more possibilities, right? We all want more time and we all want more money. A lot of you want more time, but you're like, I can't get more time because I need more money. So we have to get you out of that loop, right? Like you can still make more money and have more time. You just have different things that need to happen in your business, right? People making for you to duplicate yourself, sales coming in. So you're validating that you're like, yes, this is a business. The one thing for all of you profitable, you need to get your fastest way there is is to become profitable. One, I want you to break even. Second part is profitable. And we're doing that in multi-stream machine, right? A lot of our students, when they've joined, they've realized like I need more revenue. But really what they're saying is I need to be profitable. Why? Because you need to pay yourself because you need to benefit in some way. Maybe you're not going to pay yourself initially the $100,000 salary you imagine, but maybe you're paying yourself $500 a month. To go, or you're yeah. treating yourself to something, right? And that's what we, we work on with you. So we want you to get your fastest way to profitability first. Then when you're profitable, and this is where we... So if this is resonating with you, or if you're a profitable business, right? You're starting to make a profit. You're starting to pay yourself a little bit. You're starting to realize you can hire someone. If you're in that range, that's when you would be ready to go into a mastermind with us. Mm-hmm. Well, friends, I hope you had as much fun as we did. If you want to hang out with us live, join us every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern over at our Facebook page or Instagram. And if you want to hear the whole show, click on the link in our show notes and we'll see you over there. This episode is brought to you by the shop one in five pledge. We believe that when you purchase from a small online or offline business, your dollar goes further. Hey friends, Mina and I created the Shop 1 in 5 Pledge, and we're inviting you to take the pledge with us. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business, online or offline. It's a way to make an impact together where and when it matters most. Because the truth is, your purchasing power matters now more than ever. We're inviting you to take the pledge if you head to shop one in 5 
pledge.com. The link is in the show notes. And when you get there, please make sure to share the pledge with your friends, your family, and your customers. Let's invite everyone to take the Shop One in Five pledge so that we can all use our purchasing power to change lives.